Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Real World Podcast, a podcast where a mother and a son, a millennial and a boomer, where I almost made it sound like the mom was the millennial and the son was the boomer. <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, we talk about just real world issues. We don't claim to be experts in any capacity, uh, despite maybe some of our professional experience that makes us <laughs> such great experts. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. Uh, but we just want to talk about just real things going on in life. Mm-hmm. Try and to make, how, uh, bring awareness to them. Yeah, bring mm-hmm. awareness and kind of bridge the, maybe the gaps between two different, ver- two very different perspectives for a lot of things. <laughs> and generations. And generational differences mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Almost uh, uh, 35 years between us. Almost. Yeah. I am your host, Brian. And I am with my mother. Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> How have you been today, mother? I've been good because you're here. Oh, thanks. That makes me we, feel good. We just had dinner. We, yeah. we, we recorded another podcast before dinner, and yeah. I made meatloaf, and instead of macaroni and cheese, I do cauliflower. So mm. And it was all healthy it was very tasty. choices. It was, it was really good, and Caesar salads. So yeah, that cauliflower and, well, cauliflower mac and cheese was really good. Thank you. It was. I'm sending some home with you. I appreciate it. I actually preferred that more than normal mac and cheese because mm-hmm. I don't like noodles too much that all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. You know me. I've always had a weird fixation. The only noodles I ever I know, really you like, like is spaghetti. Is spaghetti noodles. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I just I'm not a big noodle guy. Besides those noodles, I've never been a pasta person myself. I, that's also yeah. interesting because I also like ramen, which mm. have the very similar style noodles. Interesting. But I'm not a big fan of like udon, which is like very thick noodles. Mm. Very good. Well, uh, that aside, if you have looked at the title of today's episode, I'm assuming you guys may understand that we're going to be talking about rest or the Sabbath. So if you have not ever uh, been familiar with the Sabbath, the Sabbath is that conventional idea that on the seventh day, God has commanded us to rest. So when God created everything, he made uh, everything, sun, moon, stars, people, animals, uh just everything, all life, after the sixth day where he created humanity, on the seventh day, he rested. And in Exodus, when he gives the Ten Commandments, the fourth commandment, he says, because I have rested, you also will rest. And that sort of begins the command to rest, the command to take a day off of work, essentially. And that might even seem a little bit weird to some of us, especially because we get two days off of work. But the idea Mm -hmm. that he commanded everyone at a time period where you don't really get days off work. If you want to eat, you have to work every day. He commanded them to take at least one day off of work every week. Mm -hmm. So there might be some basic questions like what is the Sabbath? How should we Sabbath? What does a good Sabbath look like? Should Christians follow the Sabbath? And and can we, before we go any further, can we clarify the distinction between the Sabbath for the Christian and for the Jew? Yep. And so, yeah, I think that's a good, a, a very good starting question. Thank you, Mother. Awesome. You're welcome. Yeah, because I have a bunch of questions down here, but you don't have any questions right in front of you. <laughs> no, I, I have some, like, frequently asked questions that, that people cool. ask. But I, I would like first to kind of, so we know what we're talking about here. Yeah, so uh, Shabbat, which mm-hmm. uh, actually I can't remember if the, I can't remember if it's Shabbat or Shabbat. I can't remember if there's this little dot in the in the in the bait that mm. uh, that creates and that how sound. It's pronounced. Okay. Uh, but is the command of just saying to rest? That's what the verb means. Okay. And when something is in a participle or in an infinitive, a lot of times those uh, verbs can become nouns. 
they can create the idea of a noun. So this is the this is like the rest. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not just like rest. It's not just the command to rest, but it's, this is the rest. Okay. And in Exodus, it says on the seventh day, God created the rest and mm-hmm. we rest for God. Right. The were the sometimes you also see uh, where it says like of God for God. Uh, dedicated to God, but the little preposition that's in front of the Lord is called a lamed, which just just means like towards. It is like to God, but it could also mean like for God. There's a lot of different nuances with it, and uh, essentially the idea, starting with this is this is something that God created, and that this is something He's asking of us. Mm. And so for Jews, a Shabbat would be just the seventh day, like literally every Saturday for us. That is their day of rest. Mm-hmm. That is the day they're meant to relax. It is a day where they don't work. Uh, it is a day for worship. Mm-hmm. It is a day where they meet as a congregation. Mm-hmm. Very much like our, a lot of Christian Sundays. Yes. And we have uh, Seventh Adventists that also which are recognize yeah. Saturday. Which are Christians who, d- who have Saturday as their mm-hmm. day of worship. Right. Excuse me. Apparently, some of that meatloaf was still in me. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, but for... so I guess for, that's a compliment, though, right? Yes, compliments to the compliments chef. Compliments to the chef. It was a very delicious dinner. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Key to good meat, meatloaf is the chipotle peppers. Chipotle peppers did make yes, it pretty bomb. It does. Uh, the way Jews over history, though, how they celebrated Sabbath can be very, very differently. At the time of Jesus, there was a big problem with hypocrisy with it. Uh, because people would like create laws around the law of Sabbath. Like you can only take so many steps a certain day. Mm. You can only do so much things. You can't like you, if you've read some of the gospels, you, there's like a very famous passage where a man comes to Jesus with a deformed hand and Jesus mm-hmm. heals him, And they're right. like, Oh, that was work. Right. And I'm like, okay, well first he's the Messiah and mm-hmm. this is God healing ultimately mm-hmm. at Jesus's uh, request. Mm-hmm. Not to say Jesus and God, but like, right. Uh, it's, so it's not really work for any man. Like if I went and prayed over someone and they were healed, that's not work. I'm not the one who did anything that day. Mm-hmm. That's God. <laughs> but then also just like, okay, well, this seems kind of ridiculous. What do you mean you, like, we can't pray over people and have healings on the Sabbath? What do you mean like the disciples can't go and try and get food on the Sabbath? Like, what do you mean they can't go out in the, the fields to get food? And then there's other stages where Jews can be have a much healthier relationship with Sabbath throughout history. Uh, and for the most part, it's that's just sort of a general overview for Christians. A lot of times, though, Christians don't practice Sabbath, or we don't think anything of it. For a lot of Christians, their idea of Sabbath is just Sunday church. Mm-hmm. So you come to church if you feel like it. You have worship. You pray with everyone. Uh, and it's just sort of like a nice day. You go then go and do whatever else you would do on your Sunday. And honestly, from other Jews I've talked to, that's actually not that much different than how they sort of, a lot of, uh, Jews just practice that today, unless Mm -hmm. they're specific, very dedicated denominations. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, let me just interject. So when I was a child, I would appreciate (laughs) any interjections. Um, When I was a child, stores were closed on Sundays. You Mm. couldn't go shopping. Um, and so, you know, I always loved Sundays because Sunday was a family time day. So there was church and then, you know, we kind of relaxed in the afternoon and then we would always go to 
Grandma Della's house in the evening, and we would play cards and games and, you know, have a snack or something like that. But it was a very relaxing day. Like, we didn't generally plan things for Sundays. And I'm really trying to get back to that place. I really like not having a whole lot to do on Sundays, or if it's like a time with family, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but not like doing, doing, you know, um, because I think the whole plan was the reason that he created it wasn't so much for us to rest physically, but it's to rest in him and to yes. spend time with him. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's really the whole point of it all. Now, you know, I mean, I recommend that we spend time with him every single day. It shouldn't just be on the Sabbath. And so kind of the way I look at it, and we can talk about this later if you want, but the way I no, look at it. No, this is where it, I was going to get to next. Okay. So so the way I look at it is, like, I generally still make dinner on Sundays, and, mm-hmm. and there's other things that I do. Um, nothing, like, real intentional, but just, like, things that you kind of have to do. You need to eat, or you should eat. Um, and so... I kind of liken the Sabbath to being a portion of every day, I guess, is the way I look at it, is, you know, first part of the day that I like to get up and and read, do my devotional and everything, and then, you know, kind of a winding down time at night. Um, And truly, I do like to pray throughout the day, just kind of whatever comes on me at the time. And um, so I kind of liken the Sabbath to more of um, pieces of time collectively that would equal a day per week. I don't think that's necessarily a bad view. Uh, I think that's getting to the heart of the idea in in a very strong way because we should be embracing rest or the components of what good rest looks like every day. Mm -hmm. Because when when we look at... Uh, the commandment, the original commandment for holding a Sabbath in Exodus, he says, do this because I did it. Mm-hmm. Well, when we look at what guy, what the reason why God did it, God wasn't tired after creation. Like he's all powerful. Right. And so it's not just rest for its own sake. It's a different kind of rest. It's a, it's a rest in relationship. It's a rest in enjoyment of everything that you worked on. Mm-hmm. It's a rest in knowing the people around you and loving them. And for us, part of that also, for God, is knowing himself, knowing the other members of the Trinity. But for us, it's also knowing God. Mm -hmm. As you said, rest in him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because one of the things I would like to talk about at some point is that we can rest, but we can be terrible rest. Mm -hmm. Like there are times where we could have days off and then we do nothing. And it just feels like we wasted the day away. Right. And there's other days like that. Yeah, sure. And there are other days where we can not still not do much, but it feels not productive, but it feels very well used. <coughs> right. And I think a big part of that is, say you have a day off, say it's a special day off, like a Monday or something, and you wake up, you just do nothing, you just eat, for me, play video games, for someone else, just watch TV, and you just sort of do nothing all day, and you just waste the day away. Did you actually like actually engage in resting? Mm-hmm. Is your soul in a better place it is at the end of the day than it was when it began? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the the real question of Shabbat: is are you in a better state of flourishing, a better state of peace, and a better state of shalom than you were at the beginning? Because mm. it's it's a day. It's the whole reason the command isn't just to bring physical rest, but it's to realign you physically and spiritually to God. Nice. Because you've had 
And the Jewish idea, six days to work, for us, it's more five days to work since the last time you had this. And maybe you have some frustrations, some difficulties, and maybe you weren't thinking about God that much this last week. This is the time for you to set aside all that. Put your phone down. Put your remote control down. Put your game, video game controller down. Whatever it is that you, you just, that's what you spend all your free time doing. And look back to him, talk with another person, engage in spiritual community. So <clears throat> when you talk about five days work, I really think it's six because when you uh, talk about like if you own a home or you're oh, managing yeah. a home, I mean, there's always things that you need to do around the home. And then there's all of the other things that you need to do in association with taking care of yourself. And so, I mean, to me that would take up that six a day plus the other portion of the other days that, you know, you're not like working for pay or volunteering or whatever it is that you're doing with your life. And um, so I, I, don't, I don't look at it as five days. I look at work at six as six. Okay. I think yeah. that's fair. I think I sort of do too because a lot of times on my Saturdays I'm asked to go do things or mm-hmm. I need to fix something. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that I'm a very heavy volunteer uh, capacity on mm-hmm. Sunday, so sometimes I have I take my Sabbath on Saturdays. <clears throat> right. Uh, I think what matters most is that when we have a dedicated day towards it mm-hmm. in any given week, mm-hmm. that day can change for different people, but that also there is a day dedicated to rest. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, there are days where you could not do much, but you still aren't resting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was sort of jobless for most of COVID because I was a sub. Mm-hmm. Substitute teacher. Substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just didn't get a whole lot of work. So there are plenty of days I didn't do a lot of work, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't resting mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing anything good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, that kind of brings up the question is what does a good Sabbath look like? Yeah, what does a good Sabbath look like? Tell me. I think there has to be a couple different components. One... You need to be first and foremost in relationship with God throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You need to be in a place where you're not just, you don't just wake up and then do a daily devotion and then put the Bible aside and forget about it. Mm -hmm. It's like literally a day of meditation, a day of chewing on scripture, a day of embracing God's presence. I mean, that's the whole purpose. In my book, the reason that I like to do it first thing in this in the morning is so that I can try to apply that, whatever it is that I've learned, you know, pray about it before you start oh, so yeah. that you can ask the Lord to reveal himself to you while you're reading his word and then hopefully apply that throughout the day. Yeah, and I think I think that's a great practice to have. Uh and but when it comes to I think to Sabbath, the this idea of resting it's less so much about actually practicing out that scripture. I mean, that's a big, mm-hmm. that's an important part of it, but it's more of engaging in relationship. Repeatedly. It's just the act of it's the actually act. relating to him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is when for like, if you guys remember back last season, when we had the episode on prayer, when I, one of the things I mentioned, sometimes I like to ask God, like, God, what can I do for you today? Mm-hmm. God, how can I love you today? Uh, Sabbath is normally the day I do that on. It's me asking God, God, if you are my dad, if you are my lover, if you are my best friend, teacher, whatever, how do you want me to love you today? Mm. Uh, and so I think that also is another part of it. Is It's not just us receiving from God, but also giving back to God. And that could be part of the idea of tithing. 
giving back a part of our work, but also just like loving God, loving him for his own sake, enjoying a part of what eternity can be today. And when it comes to actually work, I think that honestly can depend and defer to different people. Uh, I could do some things that just aren't work, that are work for a lot of other people. I can do a lot of uh, D- Dungeons & Dragons preparation. For some people, that is just work. Uh, could you explain to um, the audience what Dungeons & Dragons are? Because I, I wouldn't have known I've, prior to you playing Dungeons & Dragons. I've talked Dragons. about it before, briefly. Okay. So so if you haven't listened to all of our episodes <laughs> ever. We may have some new listeners. Never. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a, just a role-playing game where I play the role of the Game Master. I essentially run it. It's a role-playing game where a group of friends sit around a table. If you want to play online, you can. And you just, like, act out a fantasy scenario. scenario. Like, the beginning, the very first edition of D&D ever was based on Lord of the Rings. Mm. And so it would be imagining you're watching Lord of the Rings, and then instead of those being actors on a movie screen, it's just, like, a handful of friends sitting around a table all playing as those characters. Mm. And then you have little dice rolls, and those dice rolls help determine what you do, and you have abilities and other little things that can help you make choices. But it's just acting out as those characters. But when you're the game master, you have to do a lot of prep because you have to figure out what enemies are these players going to fight? What are the funny scenarios they're going to do? What puzzles do I need to create to, Mm -hmm. like, create their mind? Uh, Yeah, so essentially that can be a lot of work for some people. But it's not so much work to me, especially when it comes to creating characters. On the other side, uh, for some people, like, if you're, like, a gym rat, if you just love the gym, working out isn't like work mm-hmm. right i like, mean you just for, get those endorphins right that yeah. when you when you have that exercise uh i fortunately or <laughs> unfortunately that never happened to me yeah not my thing i think it's only ever happened to me once or twice <laughs> uh but for some people that may be something you need to not do on your sabbath because mm-hmm. it does feel too much like work for some people that is what mm-hmm. you need to do for a sabbath because that's mm-hmm. how you rest Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you you can rest well unless you've really kind of exercised. Yeah. I know we were talking to Dad a bit before this, and one of the things he said he could do on a Sabbath is go hunting. Mm-hmm. That can be very physically demanding, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like work to him because it's something he loves and he's passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking with another guy in our church about a month ago, and one of the things he said he loves to do is sculpt. Oh, and uh don't know well, that, any sculptors that's something he he he's very much has he has an artist heart he likes creating mm-hmm. environments he's in rogo school right now mm-hmm. uh and that's sort of like what he likes to do to rest um for uh, those out there that don't know what rogo school is it's our own uh, sandals church leadership group yeah, it's our leadership training yeah it's Thank leadership you, training mm-hmm. yeah it's our church's leadership sort of leadership training program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so different people, it can be different ways. For some people, it can be as simple as picking up your Bible, reading, praying. A lot of times, what I did for a very long time was I would read the Bible, and I would listen to worship music all day, and I would make a point to only listen to worship music all day. And if I played any games, it would only be one. It had to be Madden, because it has to be a game that I could play, that I can enjoy. That I could, that I, yeah, effectively, that's <laughs> yes. a game that right. you I could really, think about I don't it. have yeah. to think to play yeah. it and to be good at it. Right. It's like me playing the silly game on my phone. It's really more to just. It occupies it's, it's time. Relaxing. It's relaxing. It's, it occupies yes. time. Yes. And while the entire time I could be engaging with God, I could be having a back mm-hmm. and forth in prayer. Right. Right. 
Uh, and I think extending that to all things, when you go about doing something on Sabbath, it's living in God's imminence. Mm. It's knowing that he is right there with you and not just like knowing that, but like practicing it. Mm. Imagine visualizing that he is beside you, okay. that his spirit is with you, that he's telling you he loves you. How awesome is that? I'm getting relaxed now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, and so that's, I think, a big part of it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, oh, hey, something came up. Like one of the examples Jesus uses uh, is, hey, how many of you shepherds, if you lost your sheep, would not go out to find right. your sheep? Right. Like Jesus, the command for rest isn't saying to avoid responsibility on Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You still mm-hmm. need to feed your children. Mm-hmm. You need to feed yourselves. You need to take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not an excuse to go and binge eat. If being if doing nothing all day causes causes you to fall into sin, mm-hmm. like I'm in uh, men's sexual freedom group at Sandals. Shout mm-hmm. out to those guys. We even had an episode with two uh, two regular goers uh, mm-hmm. or last year. Mm-hmm. If for some reason having a day off and you doing nothing all day causes you to lust or look at pornography or something, then like you have to learn to keep yourself busy enough to be able to rest, but also not fall into such laziness that you get bored and then sin. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's being able to rest without being lazy. And that seems like such a weird combination. Cause it's like, well, when I'm resting, I want to be lazy. Like I want to relax, mm-hmm. but it's finding that line for yourself where you could be doing something. You don't necessarily have to be productive, mm-hmm. but it's also not divulging into just pure laziness and not wanting to do anything. Mm-hmm. Because I think that level of laziness comes from a very fleshly standpoint of it's all about me. Mm-hmm. where resting God is saying it's about us. Mm-hmm. It's about community. I know one of the things that, <clears throat> pardon me, we used to do when I was a kid was often, like, we would visit family. We would, like, go to ball games and things like that. Like, so we always enjoyed that. But it was, I think it was just really being together as a family. Yeah. Just doing something like that. And, yeah, I didn't include that, uh but family can be a great and important part of that day for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Going to church. If Sunday mm-hmm. is your Sabbath day, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I normally don't try and think of Sunday as my Sabbath day because I know in my head I'm trying to be mentally on board for Sunday morning. And mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of how can I be serving people? How can I be ministering? Mm-hmm. So I try and think of Saturday as my Sabbath. So since you brought up the whole thing of you thinking of the Sabbath as your Saturday, like for me it's always been Sunday in my, in my mind. Um, and so like I was reading about how that all came about and so from a historical perspective, I guess that, so of course there's no question that the, the Jewish um, nation hasn't changed in, in their respect to Saturday being the Sabbath for them. Yes. But uh, the early Christians called, because the Lord arose on Sunday, they referred to Sunday as the Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, so they decided that they would begin worshiping on Sunday because they considered it the Lord's Day. And then there was also, like, some... There was a lot of hostility between the Christians and the Jews, and mm-hmm. so they kind of wanted to have that distinction. Like, they wanted to have a distinction between what they were doing. Yeah. 
And um, I thought that was really interesting. I didn't know that because I never really understood why. I mean, I understand the Sabbath being seventh day, Saturday, because it makes sense. Saturday's the seventh day, so it makes sense to me. But then, okay, why as a Christian am I doing it on Sunday? Like, why did they somehow decide that Sunday would be worship day? You know, and I wondered where that came from, but that's where it came from. It came from really the identification of Sunday being the Lord's Day and the Christians wanting to do something different than the to, yeah to help the, the Jews were doing separate themselves to from separate Jews. them from the Jews yeah yeah I yeah and I think that also brings up a question of like maybe what day is a good day and I would say if you're out mm-hmm. there and you need a day to rest any day you can pick one but you right. need. I do think you need do need a full day dedicated to this. Well, and I to think to some extent. And I think about certain professions, whether you're a doctor, a nurse, police officer, fireman. I mean, like those are many professions require working Monday through Sunday, or you know, however you want to state that. So, I mean, it's like every day of the week, there's people needed for yeah. those jobs. So. Um, I mean, it might even look different for you every week, depending yeah. on the kind of uh, position that you have. Yeah, I remember talking to a cop uh, not too far back. I think he was a deputy working with the sheriff's department for Riverside. And one of the things he said was he has like an alternating schedule. Like he has a two-week payroll or something like that. And like the first week he works like Sunday through Thursday. And like the next week he works Tuesday through Saturday or mm. It was something like that. I could totally be wrong on that, so no one well, called me. Th- uh, but it was the idea that, like, he had different days off each week. Well, what it is, though, like with the, say, the county of Riverside, they have a two-week pay schedule, but it starts on a Thursday. Mm. So it's a Thursday through the second Wednesday. Mm. And so depending on that schedule and how your schedule is defined, because your, your work schedule may be different depending on what's going on and so that kind of changes yeah what your like weekly schedule is on a bi-weekly basis i know that might be confusing but okay yeah yeah and i think that makes sense but essentially all to say that it doesn't need to be the same day every single week i don't think right i think the key is have one Uh, yeah Yeah. i think that's the key as Mm -hmm. jesus said in one of the spoilers for later one of the verses is uh, Mark two twenty seven? The Sabbath was made for man, not man yes, for the Sabbath. I was just gonna, I was gonna bring that one up. Wow, yes, we're in sync. It was, we are in sync. Is not, not the musical group, but oh, <laughs> I was hoping I'd be that pretty. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's yeah. God made rest for us. Yes, that's why He rested. Mm-hmm. It's for all the reasons I said, but it's also to create an example. Well, and can we just say, <clears throat> pardon me, say to cough. Uh, yeah, I did. I said it with a cough. Um, <laughs> you know, all of his his laws, his his directives, his commandments. It's all for our benefit. Oh yeah. And and sometimes people look at at them, you know, and they just kind of run away. They say, "I can't do that. Um, it's unreasonable." And it, but the thing is, he did it. Because he knew who we were, and he was one of us, he came to be live amongst us as Jesus Christ, so that he would experience. He's experienced everything that we've experienced, and he goes before us, and so he knows. And he suffered. Totally, yeah. he suffered and died for us. Right, 
So he knows, and and Jesus was with him in the beginning when the when the world was created. Jesus was there, and so he's been through it all. He knows, and the point is, is that when when the Sabbath was created for us, it was for us to rest in Him, and it's to our benefit to do that. Yeah, I, I, actually, I've I've thought of maybe a, a bit of a generational question in my generational. What was why are you giving that look? Something oh, I happened? just I, I just saw I thought maybe we we're having an earthquake. But no, maybe that was just, my foot. Oh, <laughs> we're I in the RV. The yeah, so this is my new. This is our new, this podcast. Is our new podcast zone. The RV. So, yeah, the RV. Yeah, it has it's nice actually, AC. It actually is really nice because we don't get the interruptions from mm-hmm. anyone, and it's kind of our own little office. Thing. I mean, we could just yeah. do interruptions like this, which would we, be pretty we, fun. We could. <laughs> we could. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> Sorry, uh, Rocky. <laughs> shout out to Pastor Rocky. Right. Two in a row. Uh, dang it. I forgot what I was going to. Sorry. What was I, I in the middle I, of? I'm good at that. <laughs> I'm a tangent gal. What can I say? Sorry. It's okay. So. Um, what were we talking about? Let's see. We were talking about why uh, any is, any it could be any day that a Christian should rest. Right. And then, mm-hmm. oh, the generational. I was going to ask you. Generation. Uh, so my experience as a Christian, maybe this is not something you grew up with because you grew up in a very different area. Mm-hmm. But. It was very much a thing I've heard a lot of older people say, like, oh, Christians aren't supposed to Sabbath. Like, Christians, like, that's not a command for Christians anymore. Like, that's, that's oh. a Jewish command. Like, that's not a thing we do. <clears throat> and, and part of my generation, or, like, the millennial kind of group, it's kind of had a huge swing back in, like, theological spheres. A lot of books talk about, like, why we need rest, why this is good for mm-hmm. us. It's not even, a, mm-hmm. it's not about being Jews or Christian or anyone. Right. Everyone needs a Sabbath. Right. I think people take a Sabbath, use a Sabbath, have a Sabbath, but they don't call it that. Mm. You know, and so, again, in my generation, Sundays were a day for spending time with each other, relaxing. That was our Sabbath. You know, going to church, of course, and, you know, worshiping and and really just kind of, um, having a peaceful day, that was really always the objective. And I don't really think it's that different now. I think our world has changed so much in 60 years that, um, you know, like I said, when I was a child, stores weren't open. So there was less temptation to be out there doing things that mm. would go against that directive. Um, but, you know. We're all adults, and we have to recognize what our limitations are. And, again, this was created for our benefit, so uh, I would just recommend that we all heed, heed that and uh, make sure that we do take that time to rest in him. Okay. And I guess my sort of follow-up to that might be it feels, at least in my experience, that there is a bigger demand with the millennial generation like to make sure they don't work um, more days than what they want, uh, and whereas <laughs> Sorry, the, a lot I'm of laughing. the the older generation seems like no, if you gotta work six <coughs> or seven days, you gotta work six or seven days. That's pretty much it. Like yep. if our job asks you, if like yep. if it's busy season and you're an accountant, like you gotta work yep. seven days, you gotta yep. work seven days. Mm-hmm. But with millennials, it seems much more like no, I. It's a different work ethic. And it's so just a different work ethic. I guess part of my question is or culture. I should say Maybe how not do we. Ethic. Maybe how do we bridge maybe the difference with that with our faith? Yeah. Like how, 
Because I feel like for a lot of millennials, the reason they want five days off is so then they could then you go use those other two days to do whatever. Five they, days off. Sorry, five oh, days oh, of work. Okay. Then to then okay. use those other two. Yeah. Two-day work like, week. Whoa, wow. Starting the that idea now. Awesome. <laughs> no, I know France just created a four-day work week. Oh, did they? Yeah, like, like a few months ago. Yeah, but you know those four-day work weeks, if you're doing the 10-hour days, you know, that's oh, you know, it's, a lot of people no, do that. It's 32-hour weeks. Yeah, and, and I was just going to say, 10-hour days are tough. Oh, you know, yeah. They really are. They're long. They're long. Uh, and then you have a lot of uh, professions that do 12-hour days. There's nurses, oh, yeah. doctors. Uh, you know, they do even longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Police. I mean, there's yeah. When a yeah. buddy of mine, you can't be at your best. A buddy you know. of mine that actually played D and D with, uh, he talks about how he has like super long shifts, and he'll have like nap breaks in like in the middle because mm-hmm. he's just a ER nurse throughout yeah. the time. Yeah, and so he only works like three to four days a week, but he just mm-hmm. has enormous shifts. Right, right, right. And then you think about like firemen; they're on call. 24-7 while they're there, mm-hmm. but so they, they may work, I don't know, four or five days, and then they're off for, you know, 10 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know exactly how their schedules work, and I'm sure it's different depending, but. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Trevor Burrell. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Fireman. Yes. Uh, I keep saying, uh, and I'm really conscious of it, so. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, part of it, too, is maybe the difference in maybe understanding generationally how important is rest. Because as I was saying, is I feel like a lot of people closer to my age, especially uh, who are in their 20s or maybe even a bit younger than me, that aren't millennials, part of the next gen, the Gen Z or whatever, mm. that the what they want to do with those days off is to then go party. Go, get mm-hmm. par- go party, get high, mm-hmm. do whatever they want. And like I was saying, it's... It's not necessarily good rest just because you indulge. Indulgence isn't good rest. I would say that is not good. I wouldn't say not necessarily. I would say it's not. Well, I'm um, saying not necessarily because people still view it as relaxing. Well. But that's just because something <coughs> can relax you a little bit doesn't mean you're getting ruining rested. ruining your bodies. Yeah. Um, well, again, you know, don't we want to take the lead of the Lord? I mean, he's the one that set this up. He's saying yeah. you need to rest. And... Um, you know, I know that Jesus did reject like the legalistic interpretation when you're talking about like the Saturday Sunday issue. Um, but you know, he told us that God made the Sabbath as a day of rest for mankind's benefit. And that was in Mark, Mark two twenty seven. Mm-hmm. And so if, if he did it, I mean, there was a reason that he did it. He doesn't do things just because or happenstance kind of thing. Yeah. And so. It, it, it what I, or I guess what I'm trying to get at is that I feel like I've witnessed a bit of a generational gap where a lot of times with older people, it's like you got to do what you have to, no matter what it takes. You've got to work seven days, and that's what your work asks well, you to but do. But within reason, but how many people are put into that position? So, so I'm just saying I don't think that's a typical oh, yeah. scenario where somebody's asked to work seven days. I mean, not for at least a long period of time. And maybe it's a short term situation because they need to hire more people or, or whatever. Yeah. For the most part, unless you're an accountant or you're working at a place during like winter, like Christmas season, you're like UPS or something. Right. Unless you have like a big busy season like that, that's Mm -hmm. not really the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But when it comes to like the leadership of those organizations, because mm-hmm. even like during those seasons, that's still not a good thing to do. Like you still need to be able to have a day off and rest. Well, and let's talk about rest. I mean, let's just talk about rest in general. We know that when we sleep, that's when we heal. Yes. That's when our body really does a reset. You're, so actu- that w- you're actually answering my question before I got to it. My question <laughs> was going to be, so why do we think rest is important? Right. It's because that's what it does for yeah. us. It's like that's how the Lord created us, and that's why he gave us the Sabbath. Again, that's why I've, I've said like how I look at it is not necessarily a consecutive 24-hour period, but maybe that 24 hours is broken down into those seven days or maybe half on Sunday and the other half during the week or something yeah. to that effect. But we can't just go, go, go and not expect it to take its toll on us. Yes. You know, or you will have some mental health issues. We just talked about that in our last podcast. It's like, and and we just really bar- barely scratched the surface on, yeah. on mental illness. But I mean, that yeah. would be one way to enter into having some difficulties. And that is if you're, just you know, working all the working time. all the time, and we know that that affects relationships uh, terribly. And so the bo- the bottom line is is that the Lord gave us the Sabbath for our benefit. Yeah, and Jesus told us that, and the Lord created us for that. He tells us that in Genesis. So, um, I think yeah. I think in short, I mean, as silly as it sounds, like rest is good. Like rest that, is good. That is the answer. I mean, mm-hmm. to, why should we have a Sabbath? Like rest is good. Mm-hmm. As I was talking about earlier, realigning ourselves to God. If, if like, if you're not a Christian, I mean, or if you if you don't know, if you t- you're talking to someone about rest and they're not a Christian, still encourage them to rest because it's good. But for all other fellow believers out there, it's not just because rest is good, but it's good because God rested and because God did this, and also because God wants us to really al- realign ourselves to Him, and He is good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh. So here's maybe a bit of a fun question then, is especially as I've talked about, there might there can be some a bit of a generational gap uh, between the different views of work, how much we should have off, how much time we should be relaxing and resting, and mm-hmm. vice versa. When it comes to a day of rest, how much can we do? I this might even seem like I'm a bit sure of a I tricky. Understand the question. Yeah, like how many days should we? How many hours oh, no, no, a day no. should we work? So like, say say this is our Sabbath. Say this is your Sunday okay. or my Saturday, mm-hmm. and then how much can we do on that day? How much can we do on that day of rest? Well, I think you need to make sure you're intentional about trying to rest as much as you can. Um, yeah. But I don't see a problem with you know a couple hours a day, like. You know, doing those things that you need to do, like making dinner and, of yeah. course, cleaning up and things like that. But I would try to be intentional about keeping that day as free as possible from work. Yeah, I, I think that's a great answer. Uh, I'm surprised uh, that you didn't try and catch on to me trying to ask you a trick question. <laughs> uh, from one trickster to another? Yeah. Because uh, whenever I hear how much, how close can we get to the line without crossing it kind of questions, my response is always, it sounds like you're asking the wrong question. Well, okay. and And I'm, I'm not saying like what you said wasn't true is more of two. I think the, your answer was true, but we should be focusing on those things that we need to do rather than focusing on what we like. Oh, what's how much can we get away with? Well, let, let's also qualify, you know, I'm semi-retired. And, you know, like if you're a, a single mom 
and you've got toddlers or babies mm. or really young children at home, yeah, I'm not sure how much rest you're going to get until they get older. Like, and I mean that. So um, that's a real challenge when when oh, kids yeah. are little. So oh, yeah. Again, I think yeah. we have to qualify what that rest is, right? And I, I hope that if you know any young moms, especially if they're single moms and they don't have the support of a spouse, uh, to, you know, to help them that, that you can offer your help to them. They could at least get out of the house for a couple hours or something to that effect. And again, I think depending on your own personal circumstances, again, the type of work that you do, I mean, try as best you can to get that day of, of rest during the week. Um, but I'm just saying it's challenging when you have young children at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think that sort of supports that idea even still where don't, don't try and force yourself into thinking Sabbath has to be the certain way every single time. Right. It have to have this much rest. I can mm-hmm. only do this, this many things. If you're a single mom and you have, especially if you had multiple kids, mm-hmm. if your hu- if your husband did something awful or God forbid someone passed away, uh, or maybe you're just in a crazy busy season of life because yeah. God asked you to be a missionary or whatever is happening. Maybe you decided to go do something like build a house and you need to you spend your weekends doing that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what season of life we're all in. But uh, the I think the big part of it, the, the big part of it is just at, don't ever ask yourself, like what do I need to not do or, or like what what's how much can I do before I because this becomes sinful or those are beginning mm-hmm. to a- a- ask yourself and ask God the wrong questions. It's God, do I need rest right now? Mm-hmm. God, can you bring rest to my soul? Mm-hmm. God, I love you. Can you be with me? Uh, because as Jesus was saying, how many how many of you shepherds again would not go after mm-hmm. their sheep? Definitely. If you have responsibilities, like God expects you to fulfill those responsibilities, that's so much more important than rest. If it's especially if it's life or death. Mm-hmm. If like God forbid, for some reason the example I thought of earlier is if your child goes missing, God's going to expect you to spend night and day looking for your child the mm-hmm. best that you can. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. Yeah, and so. It's the the idea of rest is something that's meant to benefit us. It's mm-hmm. meant to be good for us. It's never something that's meant to be legalistic or forced on us. Mm-hmm. But it is also meant to kind of help put us in check and remind us, like, oh, I'm really cranky or I'm really anxious or I feel really distant from God. I mm-hmm. need to draw close to Him again. Yeah, and I think that's really what the bottom line is because if you have a relationship with the Lord, you're going to know. He's going to tell you, okay, you need to rest. And you need to listen. It's really important that we listen. Yeah. Uh, I think my one last thoughts on it would be is good rest also helps us from falling into sin. Just as I said how being Mm -hmm. lazy earlier can encourage sinful behavior, I think also bad rest I mean, good rest can help prevent us from falling into mm-hmm. sin. Right. Good habits, things like that. Yeah, it's good yeah. habits. It helps, mm-hmm. like I said, it helps you keep aligned with God. It helps right. you be in relationship with him. Totally. Have, do you have any more final thoughts before I share into verses? Nope. Go ahead and share away. Cool. As I spoiled earlier, my first one is Mark two twenty seven. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. This is always about our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's not about the command itself. Mm-hmm. It never has been. Yeah. Exodus twenty ten through 11. 
And the seventh day is rest to the Lord your God. Uh, where the two there is meant to be of, it is rest of, uh, it's a, the, sorry. The seventh day is a day of rest to the Lord your God. It's meant to be dedicated to him. Mm. That's where that two mm. is. It's for the Lord. It's okay. to the Lord. To it's the Lord. about for the Lord. It's okay. about our relationship with him. Uh, for a lot of people, will translate the day of rest of the Lord, mm-hmm. and that that's also viable. But I like the idea of four or two to give that idea of this is about our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And then it says, because in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything that is in them, and He rested on the seventh day. For that reason, the Lord blessed the Sabbath and He made it holy. Awesome. And then Hebrews 4, 9 through 11. Consequently, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who entered his rest, Jesus' rest, has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. Therefore, let's make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience. Awesome. Yeah. So, any final thoughts, Mom? I, I think cool. that's pretty good. Um, it just The key is that we just need to figure out, I mean, it's going to look different for each of us. Yes. And um, I think we need to, as a church, not be judgmental and, and, and making assumptions about other people either resting too much or not resting enough or whatever. You know yeah. what? It's between you and the Lord. It really he is. He created it for it us. Is. And it's always between us, the Lord and us, the Lord and I, or however you want to describe that um or put that so um like just keep that in mind as well yeah i think that's good i think my one last final thought that entered my mind is don't be afraid to practice saying no for a sabbath mm-hmm. it's okay to say no to things if it yes. means you get and stay close to god absolutely absolutely all righty well thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode uh if you would like to ever give us feedback feel free to email us at realworldpod at gmail.com. You can also uh, leave a like or review, follow us on whatever platform that you want to. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>